Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 44. This is our weekly special episode where I chat to Pat, find out what she's been up to, what's going on in Glasgow, what's coming up in Glasgow, what's on my mind, what's on Pat's mind, and we also include, of course, our weekly West End fact, and they're always good, so this week's another cracker. And we also include Pat's uh, favourite West End place or thing. Again, another cracker. Okay, uh, as I've said before, if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. Please tell one of your pals. Please get in touch. We really would love to hear from you. Uh, you can uh, get in touch via Pat's Twitter, at Glasgow's West End, or via the email, pat at glasgowestend.co.uk or my email of course jim at glasgowestend.co.uk is that everything? Uh, yeah rate us on your iTunes how about that? ok let's have a wee chat with Pat now ok Pat I say ok Pat every week do I? Mm-hmm. we're all ready for another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End yeah. chat uh-huh. try not to say to me try not to ask me too many questions no, look if I say you see, we won a couple of prizes at the thing. Don't say, oh, what were they? Because I don't know what they were. Because <laughs> okay. you're always doing that to me. Oh, what was that? I don't know. We'll see if I remember. Anyway, what are uh, we going to start with? Are we on? Are we on here? We're on. We're on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start, we'll start saying hello. Hello. <laughs> We're well into the hallows. Well past the hallows. Okay, right. Okay, so what have we been up to? What has Pat been up to? No, no, there's usually something that happens before that. Uh, Do you usually give a fact? That's the one, that's the one. So, you can maybe ask me. What is your fact this week, Jim? Okay, Pat, my fact this week is this. The Mitchell Library is Europe's largest public reference library with more than a million volumes. That's not the UK's, that's not Scotland's, that's Europe's. Right. Just for impact there. Okay. I love the Mitchell. Yeah, I like it myself. It also houses the world's largest Robert Burns collection. Right. Didn't know that, did you? No. Stephen Mitchell, the library's founder, died in 1874, the same year the library came into existence. Hmm. That's good, no, I really like the Mitchell. I like when I write sawing them down there a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's tell, me, tell me something else about the Mitchell. Tell me. They've got a book in their library. That's what they Ten have. Ten letters telling lies. <laughs> so they have, yeah. So you can borrow a book in the Mitchell and Jim's CD. That's right, and we did a, the, the uh, I Write, Glasgow's I Write Festival. We did a, a reading in there, an, an event in there, mm-hmm. in one of the sort of back rooms. Well, I wasn't there, I was sick. Of course you were there. It was a huge disappointment. Shouldn't have brought that up. No, okay. it's okay. No, I love the Mitchell. It's a nice building as well. Okay, great. So, that's the fact done. 
tell me, Pat, what have you been up to? Well, we had a good weekend last weekend because um, there were the doors open mm-hmm. days. Finally, um, we got to a few things. On, so, so that was good. Um, and also, we managed over to Govan Hill to the Denise Noon's exhibition, Bathing Bells. Yeah, it was a cracker. In Govan Hill Baths. So, absolutely loved that. The, I thought the photographs were fabulous. And it was good to get. I, I, I mean, I've never been in there. I, I've read so much about it, and there's so much. Um, it's a kind of hub. No, there's so much going on in that area, you know, um, arts and events and educational, a lot of anti-racist work, and so a lot of that takes place from the Govan Hill Baths Community Trust, mm-hmm. and then we met Jim Monaghan, who is a poet, and he's very involved in that, and I knew of him, I've seen I've put up on the website lots of events that he's on. Um, but he's in something at um, the Sonia um, Webster's Theatre on Friday night. It's a um, sporting CND. It's a play called Your Tease Out right. with Dave Anderson. Was he acting in it? Yeah, well, um, I'm not sure if he's actually acting or, or some of his performing performing in some way. It seems like a very interesting event. It's also they're also going to show a film, and it's David Heyman's film, oh, short right. film. Right. So, but I think it's called the bomb. So um, that sounds like a a good event. Anyway, it was good to meet him. But I was so impressed both by Denise is lovely. She's such a nice woman and very friendly. And mum was there. My mum was oh, I, I was talking to her mum. My mum was sitting in the corner, um, kind of taking care of. There were books for sale and, right. and, and right. a magazine. And um, so I was talking to her mum, an Irish woman. Mm-hmm. And um, then the film film crew turned up. I think it was from STV. That's right. So it's got a lot of publicity. Well deserved. You took some really good photos. On my phone, because I forgot my camera. I know, I like you. Great for a photographer to forget his camera. But but they turned out took some nice well. ones in the, on the... They turned out pretty well, they're up the on the website. Yeah. No, I, I really, really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And then we also went... Um, really col- very colourful. Yeah, it was super, yeah. Uh, bathing bells, it was called. Uh, yeah. Women over 40, it was not sort of... Um, not all these pouty, um, you know, airbrushed teenagers, but um, lovely, absolutely lovely. So, anyway, then we went, um, the other thing I really loved was we went along to Timbers Beasties. Yeah, that was great. And they're the designers who have the, they've got, I think they've got a shop in London as well, but they've got the lovely shop at um, Kelvin Bridge. Yep. Very, very expensive um, wallpapers and fabrics, but it is gorgeous. The showroom's phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, I thought they did a good... I mean, good, we went to the showroom and we went to the, I suppose, the kind of workshop, the factory, whatever it's called. The showroom's set up amazing because uh, the way they're displaying the material and stuff is, like, full height. Yeah. You know, so you have a whole wall 
well, I say whole wall, but you know, maybe 10 feet wide, broad and up to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So you get a really good sense of how things are going to look. Very dramatic. In your house, and lots of things hanging, lots, uh, and you know, material on baroque looking furniture. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. And the stuff, their actual design is, you know, so talented. It's kind of distinctive and intricate and quite dark, you know. So it was good to see that. And then it was good to see the, the workplace as well, see it getting made. I know, that was, people were fascinated with it. Yeah. There was quite a big crowd. Yeah, it was funny because there was two guys working, doing some, what do they call it? Uh, what do you call that thing they were doing, Pat? Was it silk screen printing? Screen printing. Like so there's two guys working away and then of course all these folk come in, stood around about them as if it was like a performance piece. Well, they, they were just <laughs> they were just carrying on regardless, weren't they? Actually. Yeah, photographs and yeah, comparing well, notes. <laughs> well, I chatted away to one of the, the women who's uh, marketing Hillary her name was. So she was responsible for marketing, but she had a a degree in, in textiles from yeah. Gala Shields, so they seem to, it's like a wee team, isn't it? They were very, very enthusiastic. Yeah. And, um, and it is huge, big, well, two huge, big, long tables for printing. How long were they? About 50 feet or something, weren't uh, they? It must be at least that. Mm. That and was impressive. Yeah, all the pots of paint and stuff, or dye, whatever that is they're using. And then I got the, a very small piece an offcut of one of the wallpapers, yes, did, yeah. which is so small that you would think you wouldn't have a place for it, but I have a wee place for it. So, <laughs> okay. in the, in the wee, wee bathroom, so oh, right. I'm going to just put it up as a, piece, a tiny feature wall with that gorgeous wallpaper. Right. Because I think, I mean, to buy a roll is probably about £300 or something. Yeah. And it all look good. So, I'm going to have some timorous beastie. Wallpaper. Yeah. <coughs> oh, I loved it. I thought it was fabulous. And then um, we went over to the Pollock House. Yeah, that was good as well. And um, it's beside the Barrow in, in Pollock Park. I didn't know it was in there actually. I don't know why not, because we've been to the Barrow collection often, but we've never been there before. No, I don't, don't remember being there. Old house, um, and the um, some of the staff dressed up in the wee Victorian costumes. Yeah, I think even older than that. I don't know when Victorian. You know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, kind of like. Oh, I no, it would be. I, can't, I don't know. Like wee crinoline ladies, some of them, and yeah. wee maids' outfits, but um, and there was a craft fair on. So, um, just a small craft fair down the basement. So that was quite, yeah, that was that was enjoyable. It is a bit, um, I think it's needing some money put into it. You know, it's, it's got some rooms that are, you can, you know, they're working on and it's a shame, isn't it? You know, it should be absolutely um, glorious. Yeah. It's not a huge big house, mind you. Yeah. No. Well, you know what I mean, it, compared to some of them, it's, uh, but it's impressive nonetheless, it's quite yeah. interesting. Well, so that it was good to get to um, 
Yeah, and then we came back with um, Michael and John and Ryan, they all come up for their dinner, so that was great. Ryan, that's my grandson, he's just turning into a giant. I think he must be about eight inches taller than me now. I think he seemed to grow about a foot in a week. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> how did that happen? I don't know. Well, probably we hadn't seen him for about three weeks, I think. But so he just grew with, a foot in three weeks. <laughs> well, certainly gigantic beside Unbelievable. me. Unbelievable. So, yeah, so they came and then we had another visitor, um, Warren Stardy Skies, Warren mm. McIntyre. He's got his new album out. He's got his new album out. Um, and that's going to be launched at Park of Glasgow Americana on the 6th of October. Yeah. It was to be in the CCA, but... Course, it's still yeah. closed, it's a shame. Yeah. It's still closed because of the fire at um, Glasgow School of Art. So it's been shifted to Oren Moore. So I'd quite like to go along to that. Yeah, well, Warren's uh, a Glasgow musician that's been around, for, I shouldn't say this as if he was an old man or something, but he's around for, been around for a, a while and he's done a lot for other Glasgow musicians. He or- organises a lot of events and puts things on for people. Uh, as well as putting out his own music. That's right. They've so got that um, Seven Song Club. That's right. Down at, um, at the Drawn Theatre. And he's done things in the past where he's raised money for charity, he's put big events on and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, he's done loads of those fabulous events with um, We Tam. Yeah, that's right. His friend Tam. And which we mentioned the last time, which I wasn't quite sure it was him that did it, but it was. Yeah, uh, uh, they're usually up in Maryhill. Yeah, um, that's right community halls. So I had a chat with him last Thursday, heard all about his musical journey and about his new record which is uh, getting an awful lot of press and has been really successful. Yeah. Although it's not actually launched yet, it's got a lot of attention, a lot of reviews. Yeah, I know. Been doing lots of interviews and things so it's it's already a success. So that's good. I know, I know. I'm very, very happy for him. I mean, the other thing that Warren um, does is the... he has events on at the Merchant City Festival. That's right. So, because you played at that. And, um, yeah, no, well deserved. And he's going to New York. Yeah, of course I am. So, um, you're putting on, you've contacted a few people in New York to get contacts for him. Yeah, well, because when we went to New York, when you were playing in New York, I think that was, was that 2011 or 2010? I don't know. I think it might have been and so we were going to New York, so it was to try and get some gigs there, get them organised. I got in touch. I was put, I was given contacts, and it was Neil Conley and Anthony Mulcahy, mm-hmm. M- both Irish yeah. fellas and who live in New York and both musicians, and they were so nice and they were so helpful. And you ended up with some smashing gigs there, including at the bitter end. Yep. So that was that was real a real experience. So I, I said to Gordon, did he know I'm in New York? And um, he said, no, not not really. I says, well, I'll try and get you um, contact. So honestly, I sent them both a message on Facebook, just asking them, and both of them answered me within minutes. Right. 
So um, that's so we're running through the police, and I'm sure he'll then get because um, if you're you're going all the way to New York, you don't want just the one gig. No, that's right. No, so um, that police forum is is a lovely fellow, and um, yeah, and he's talented. Yeah, no, it's interesting because I've known I've known him at a distance, I suppose, for a long time. So. But I've never sat down and had a chat with him before, so it was, well, I mean, I have talked to him because he's put things on that I've played at, and I've chatted away to him, but I mean, that, you know, I wouldn't say that I've known him, but so it was nice to sit and talk to him, get to know him a wee bit. So that podcast will come out soon? It'll come out, uh, he's wanted to come out, if if I don't mind, if we don't mind, just before the launch, Yeah. so I'll try and organise that for that. Yeah, that'd be perfect. We'll, we'll do that. Because I think Basha, Basha Parker's... Um, Podcast will go out this right, week. Right, so that'll be out next week, yeah. Uh, when is his launch? What date is it? Is it the 6th? It's on the 6th of October. Right, so I need to figure that out in terms of the dates and when it goes out and stuff. Okay, okay well, this is the 20th today. Right, okay. 20th of September. So a couple of weeks. Yeah, okay, well, we'll do that. And um, Warden is going to be at his gig, he's going for his launch, he's going to be supported by Woody Pines. Who we also know. <laughs> so that I enjoyed. I remember, um, we yeah. went to see him playing. That's right. Down in the year. That's right. In the record store. I think it'll be a smashing gig. Yes. Yeah. I, I think other people are playing at it as well. I think Chiara Ber- Bernadelli's playing at it, a West End musician. Oh, right. And I've never, I've never, um, actually seen Chiara play. No, I don't know. I don't know that name. So. Anyway, that's that's good. The other um, launch that I would like to go to is in the Admiral Bar on the 20th of October, and that's um, Stuart Cosgrove's book, Harlem 69, which is the third in his Soul trilogy. I mean, those books are, because it was um, Detroit 67, Memphis 68, and now it's Harlem 69. Uh, I absolutely love those books. Mm-hmm. Because... He seems to be a hell of a fast writer because it didn't seem that long since we went to the last one. <laughs> I think he did loads and loads. He's done loads of research. It's, 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 like, a, it's like an academic, actually. I yeah. mean, he's got, a, um, he's got a PhD. So he's really into... Um, detail. The research and the detail. Yeah. And, I, and I, I love that kind of writing. Yeah. You know, this yeah, I read the first. I mean, I've read, <coughs> I read the first one which I loved. I can't remember what was the name of that one. Detroit. Detroit yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, I started the second one, and then for whatever reason, I mislaid it, and I've no, I've no read it. But I read a read a chunk of it, but uh, I don't know where it is actually. So it's really into. Yeah, he's a great writer. There's a book through in that bedroom. One right. of his books through in that right. bedroom. It's maybe there. Got me pile of books in the corner. Ne- I think it's probably in, in that, but and also they've always got absolutely beautiful photographs. Yeah, that's right. And it was on television recently um, because of Aretha Franklin dying. Of course, I. And it's so it's great. I mean, it's just so knowledgeable. Yeah. Because he's an um, enthusiast. You know, he loves what he's doing. He is. He's an enthusiast, and um, so better get a ticket for that because I think that will that will sell out. Okay. Um, pretty quickly. There's quite a few other um, things being being launched. The um, in the book book line, Michael um, Malone. He's a 
one of the sort of Tartan Noir people. He's got a new book out called After He Died. So he's got a launch that's next week in Waterstones and Sucker Hall Street. And <clears throat> there's something happening tomorrow night. And I don't know this woman, um, but she's called Helen Lamb, and it's quite sad because this is her first novel. Um, she was a short story writer and um, a poet, but she she'd written, just written this novel and she died before it came Goodness out. Me. So it's mm. very, very sad. Mm. But there's an event on in Watersons and Bowers Road right. tomorrow night, okay. and that's it's, uh, Maggie Gibson who's um, organising that. Um, she was an award-winning short story writer. Right. It's really... It's, she just died very unexpectedly. So that's really, really sad. And then Bloody Scotland's coming up. That's the, the sort of um, crime um, festival. book festival. Yeah. is in Stirling. Have you been to it before? I've never, ever been to it, no. Right. I've always quite... Fancy going to it. It's supposed to be um, it's supposed to be good fun, you know. And there's a lot of sort of mixing with the, the they all they all know each other. You know, there's such a big um, cohort of crime writers. Mm-hmm. You know, Val McDermott, Denise Minor, mm-hmm. of course, Teresa Talbot, who's um, he was one of our victims for the podcast. That's right. Um, and um, her her um, book keep her silent. She just got married in Italy. The wedding photographs were absolutely gorgeous. They're up on Facebook. Beautiful, she's a gorgeous bride. Anyway, that's all um, going on. Creative Conversations has started up again at um, Glasgow University on Monday lunchtimes. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a, a kind of a very writerly... Yeah. Time ahead. Absolutely. Oh, I'll interrupt with one small thing. I went along to the uh, Youth Film Festival yeah, event last week, right. which was how to make your first film or something, mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is quite interesting. It, it was just I, I did scribble the notes down. I don't know what I'm done with a bit of paper, but it was three people from a, some kind of course where they're, they're teaching film. That came along to chat and uh, spoke about how we're living in, living in one of those times where anybody can make a film because when you've got an iPhone or whatever in your pocket, people are now making cinematic uh, quality films from using an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so was it a good event? It was quite good. I mean, they didn't seem to have any kind of agenda that they were following, so it was a bit loose. <laughs> Uh, and the audience didn't really kind of get involved. Uh, found it difficult. Was that a small, a small number of people there? Wasn't that small? Uh, it was a real mixture of people because although there was quite a lot of young people there, there was quite a lot of older folk who were either their parents or I don't know folk that were interested in film, mm-hmm. making films. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, I found well, it interesting. Yeah, um, and of course you've had a you dipped your toe in the water a bit with that with the beer pit brothers. Yeah, that's the, true. Um, that's true. Videos that yeah that um that they've made. Yeah, that's band. right. That's right. But if you were making a film, you know, they were there for you to ask the questions, you know, and a few people did ask about things that they were trying to do, and 
and uh, things like scheduling and how to speak to actors and stuff like that. And uh, what, uh, one of the guys was a sound uh, a sound designer, as it was called. So he was telling us what that was, which I thought was quite interesting. I think I mentioned mm-hmm. it when I came up the road. Mm-hmm. So the sign designers, like if you're watching a film and you're they're out in the street and you hear all the yeah. the background noise, you know, the pumping of horns and the sound designer is responsible for all of that. So the sound designer is supposed to fill in the picture. You just don't think about yeah, that that's you know, right. when you go to a film. You you never think, oh, there's somebody organising exactly. those noises. Exactly. So there's they along with the director or whatever are looking at the scene and thinking, okay, what what audio is required to to make this scene believable? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> whatever it is, that's the sound designer's mm-hmm. job job to do all of that. Who who would have known? <laughs> and he also said, and I suppose this is from him being a sound designer. He says that people think sound design or the sound man is a boring job, but he he thinks it's the most interesting job. And if you become a sound designer, you will never lack work, ever, because they're in demand, because there's not enough of them being trained. Right. So he said that, and of course, I'm thinking, I wonder if I can be a sound designer. Not that that's a good thing but for me to do, but you'd, you'd think these things when people say that. <laughs> I know. And I still sometimes do. I would have quite liked to be a ballet dancer, but I've left it to be Yeah. <laughs> So it was interesting, and they had a student on their course talking as well about her experience. Excuse me, about her doing her first first film uh, and all the problems that happened, and how it takes longer than you think it's going to take, and all that kind of stuff. But that was that was good. Uh, um, it's making me think. We've got. I'm so so busy on the the website because I just keep on getting a vast amount of content sent to me. A lot of. Um, Poetry from uh, Linda Jackson's um, students, with and then I've got some autumn themed stories, so there's, there's, been, there's been quite a lot of that. But um, also, when you're talking about the youth film at theatre, usually when people are blogging on the site, then they send me the information and I put it up and look for photographs and so on. But Lola Rose, who is a very young blogger, she's 15. She, no bother to Lola, she just puts, does it all herself, just c- completely grasps straight away mm-hmm. how you um, the, add the content. And she just did a, a super review on one of the films at the Youth Film Festival called um, Young Sol- Solitude, which right. was a, a French movie that has done very, very well. Um, quite a dark film, but she's written a terrific review. I just put it up. As well, she put it up, and I, I um, shared it last night right. and put it on social media. And the other thing that was um, very moving, actually, um, Callum McLean, because Callum's one of the writers in the Ten Writers Project, very, very gifted poet. But Callum, um, I knew he hadn't been well, um, you know, and I knew he had a big operation, so he's now having due to another big operation because he's Crohn's disease. So he wrote very, very um, honestly um, and very revealing in all the details because he has to wear the stoma mm-hmm. bag. Mm-hmm. And 
it was. I mean, I'm sure that sort of thing is so valuable mm-hmm. for pe- for mm-hmm. people um, to. Very brave of them. To very brave, and um, it's a it's a super writer. It's yeah. absolutely. It was a good, uh, well written piece. It was a well written piece. Very kind of impactful. Mm-hmm. If that's the word, that's yeah. probably an amazing. It was, and no, I think thought it was amazing. So, and the other thing that I really, really enjoyed that's now up on the website is you took a notion to write about your approach to songwriting. I did write enough. I put an article up on that on, on your website. And, I mean, that... I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I, th- I think a lot of people... A lot of people got in touch, yeah. yeah and then you, it was on some... Did you mention it on some songwriters forum? Yeah, there was a course uh, in Sheffield, Sheffield University, uh, which I was because I'm interested in songwriting and I'm thinking of doing something in that area. I was, I was on it, and I, in reply to somebody asked me the reason I wrote it was because I'd put up something and then somebody and it, I think it was lyrics that I'd written, and then they wanted to hear the songs. So I pointed in the songs and said, "Oh, that sounds really good. Uh, how do you write songs?" So it was actually I just didn't reply. To that, that I wrote that article because yeah. I tried to write yeah. it in the forum, but there wasn't enough space. Right, so. no, it's quite long, but I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's an easy an easy read. It's an easy it's, read, yeah. It's enjoyable. No, I enjoyed right. it. Um, I think a lot of people would um, yeah. get quite a lot out of it, actually. Right. Okay. I was telling Gillian about it last night, and uh-huh. she says I have to send it to her because I was saying to her that I think a lot of people who are writers right. would enjoy reading right. that because okay. a lot of the p- approach and the ideas are kind of similar. I don't mean obviously if yeah. you're writing. Um, you know, a, a story. You're mm-hmm. not going to pick up a guitar, but um, I think from the point of view that you're not always starting off with a big idea. No, that's you right. just, um, you know, sometimes it, it, it sort of takes you along. It, yeah. Um, so, so I've, I've, I'll send that to Gillian, um, Gillian tonight. So there's loads of. Um, I've got a pile of stuff I need to get up on the right. on the website. Just loads. I'm not complaining. I love getting all this stuff, it's yeah. great. So, do you want to the same? I think we'll finish off. Uh, have you got something else? Yeah, 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 just a couple of wee things. Well, okay. I haven't given my favourite thing. No, that's what I was going to say. Okay, okay. okay. Tell uh, me your favourite thing. Well, well, um, place or thing. I'm going to do that, but I um, also want to give a wee shout out. This is the week they have the annual sale on in the store right. at Annie's Land. Okay. So, that is a fabulous sale. It's. Um, Huge furniture and interiors, art, um, home accessories. So it's in the store, and it's it it started it starts today, right. and it runs for a week. So people should get down to that sale. It's a Monroe place in Annie's Land. It's a very very big three floors. Yeah, no, I've been in it quite a few times. I take a lot of photographs. From lovely stuff, haven't they? Lovely stuff. Very, yeah. very... Um, and all well displayed, you know, it's very nice. It's a nice place to get in. You can have nice. your coffee and whatnot. That's right. So I wanted to give that a wee shout out and also um, Spiritual down in um, Broomhill. I just updated that. The, their, their shop's absolutely lovely. They won the award for Independent Shop of the Year. Mm-hmm. And also Yuzibe Restaurant along at Kelvin Bridge. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really Kelvin Bridge, it's more um, Gibson Street. Street. Um, Corner of Park Road and Gibson Street. They won two awards in the Scotsman Food and Drink Awards for this year. Won two awards, so 
well done Giovanna, Eddie, Michael and I love that mm. place, it's brilliant. So, but the place I was going to say as one of the places I really, really like in the West End is Coches. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, because it's got, um, it's such a lovely building, it's designed by the um, Daniel Cotty, and so it's called after right. after him. I didn't know that. It's a, um, it was originally a church. It sits in a lovely spot, mm -hmm. just at the top of um, Hindland, Hindland Street, and <coughs> um, Hindland Road, no Hybrid Road. Um, so it's a very it's a very dramatic building, and it's got um, the bar and restaurant, and then it's got the lovely theatre, and I think uh, we've been to weddings there, so it's uh, <coughs> right. it's and there's all sorts of events on, and also we that's where we launched. That's right. Ten Ten Letters, Telling, lies. telling lies. It's a really really. Um, it's an attractive theatre, an attractive building. Yeah. So I wanted to give Cortez a wee shout out. Okay, great. Well, we'll leave it at that and say cheerio to all our listeners. Is that right? Okay, bye. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks, Pat. And this ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. As you could hear there, I'm still not over that cold. Although I'm a million times better than I was last week, so that's good. Okay, I'll catch you the next time. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.